Get ready. Oh, I got the second one right with you. Nice. A whole beat. Love it. It is like a whole beat, though, which is funny. I, it's so odd. It's just lag. I wondered if, like, if you weren't halfway across the country. It doesn't matter. Even if I'm, well, because, like, even my students in Boston, I still have that full beat lag. The whole beat? Yeah. A, my internet is free.com because I live in structured house, not structured housing, protected housing? I don't know. I'm rent controlled. If you move to New York Mm -hmm. and you have the magic words rent stabilized in your lease, never leave. (laughs) Never leave. They can't raise my rent more than (laughs) 2.5%. ever leave. They can't raise it by more than 2.5%. Do you know how much that is for me? Like maybe 50 bucks. Wow. Do you know how much other people have gotten their rent jacked up? Over a thousand. Wow. Rent stabilized. I don't know how I lucked into this place. I've got a full fucking wall of brick. Big space. For the people at home. (laughs) My neighbors threw me a barbecue when I moved in. Oh, that's nice. Very Midwest. I found, I know, I went, I thought I moved to New York, not the suburbs. Granted, I'm also in the Heights, so it's kind of the suburbs. (laughs) Just with taller buildings. (laughs) (laughs) Just with taller buildings. Hi, my name is Ellen. And my name's Alyssa. And welcome to the Modern Singer Podcast. Welcome. How are you? I'm okay. We've been talking for like 20, 30 minutes before we even hit record. (laughs) I was trying to think. I was like, what have I not updated you on? Um, I'm good. It's recording this on the 1st of May. I can't believe we're already Happy May Day. Happy May Day. Oh my gosh, you're right. That's something fun to celebrate. Uh, I have the entire next week off and I could not tell you. I, I mean, I'm just, I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to it. I... I've worked way too much mm-hmm. in the recent past, and I'm tired, and I'm ready to sleep in and catch up on life. Probably won't take too much time off, but catch up on life. <laughs> catch up on uh, other things. I have imposed an 8 p.m. work bedtime for you, just know, so you know. I if know. I ever see you working past 8 p.m. Arizona time, I'm going to yell at you for the I next know. week. I need to I'm going to. I'm going to adhere to it. Hold your friends accountable. I know, you know, what would I do without you? <laughs> like, cry. I would definitely cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no, <laughs> there'd be a lot of tears, yes. a lot of sad tears. How are you? What are you doing? Uh, well, I quit my job. <laughs> yes, I love this news. Um, so my agent has me going up for a lot of new fun things, which is exciting. Um, I'm still waiting on like actually booking auditions. I'm also currently very distracted by the fact that do you see this muscle happening right here? Yeah, it does look real nice. Oh, I'm nice so strong. Did. That was amazing. So anyways, my agent has me going up for a lot of fun things. And to do that, I didn't have time to have <laughs> to be managing an entire yoga studio. Not only that, I just I wasn't making enough money to live in New York. So I am taking a step back from managing. I'm stepping back into just teaching. I'm taking the next week to finish up some personal stuff. I'm going to like four different doctor's appointments finally. You got to get them in. And, you I know. know you it's, That's it's what I do too. I squeeze crazy. them all in. I've got, I had one today. I've got one tomorrow and then I've got another one on Friday. And it's, and I've got an audition that I have to record. It's just bonkers. Bananas crazy. And Heck yeah. It's just, it's mildly overwhelming because it is a lot of change. Like I went from having probably 60 to 70 hours of work a week over all of my jobs and I'm down to like maybe 25 or 30. 
which is a big shift for me. And anyone who knows me knows that I am a uh, textbook workaholic and I'm working on not being a workaholic. So instead, I'm spending some time spring cleaning my house. I'm going there through, I'm go. cleaning out my closet. I'm posting all of my stuff on Poshmark. There you go. Yeah. That's funny you said that. I'm in a cleaning mood. I'm in like such spring a Spring cleaning, cleaning mood. is here. Oh my gosh, I don't know what happened, but it hit a hundred. Well, I know what happened. It hit a hundred in Arizona. <laughs> Ew! Uh, oh my God, Spring my has sprung, so friends. Spring has sprung. <laughs> so I'm just no, like, spring in Arizona in lasts nesting. two days, and then it's just summer for six months. Oh my gosh, I know, but you know it's spring because everything is in bloom, and like everyone, everything went. Poof. And do you know what like do you know what I realized about why it. and by what I realized I mean what TikTok told me and it is true I looked it up um it's everything is in bloom because all of the trees and plants in bigger cities are male so it's there everywhere all over the place because they look prettier so it's the patriarchy making a sneeze all over the place and that is why the patriarchy sucks today oh man I don't the more you know I think I I think I could have gone my whole life without knowing <laughs> <laughs> the male trees are splooging what, you didn't everywhere want to know about tree sperm? and in like infecting my face and trying to kill me like just like I don't know how to feel about that one I really don't I don't know if I'm like you know happy that I know more mm-hmm. and fuck the patriarchy or like that I really could have just gone my whole life without knowing that well I decided that I know and now you have to know and Thanks. what is my problem is now also your problem you're welcome <laughs> I love you <laughs> I appreciate it. Now, every time I look at anything blooming, I'm just going to be like, ah, fucking ah that's fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about toxic positivity. So this is something that I'm super passionate about personally because I've had it forced upon me so many times in not just in contracts and in shows that I'm doing, but having it forced upon me, just like as a female in society, having the idea that unless you are happy, you are incorrect. So it's because being happy-go-lucky and cheerful is wonderful, but like it can be taken way too far. Yeah, I completely agree. It's especially in our industry where jobs are hard to come by. Uh, you you should just be happy that you're getting booked. Exactly. <laughs> this is exactly Why where I was I going. Why should I be happy that I'm doing my own job that I trained for for 22 years? You're like, yeah, I'm lucky, but I'm also worked really hard for this. Yeah. Like, uh, you don't need to gaslight me into thinking. <laughs> I can be grateful and I can still be upset at the same time. Yeah, I shouldn't have to deal with all the bullshit. Like, just because I'm lucky to have this job, just like all of us, doesn't mean I have to deal with all this bullshit either. Like, no, we're going to squash that toxic positivity. So exactly. What is toxic positivity? Well, we talked about it a little bit, but toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult the situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. While there are obviously benefits to being optimistic and engaging in positive thinking, toxic positivity rejects all difficult emotions in favor of a cheerful or often falsely positive facade. So kind of like, it's fine, it's fine, everything's fine, when really, you know, everything is not fine. Which is my favorite saying, so now I'm spiraling, thinking that I'm just toxic positivity all the time. I think just you're kidding. burnt out and trying to cover, personally. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, I appreciate you. I just had like a, a moment, I was like, oh my god, no, yeah. I am not trying to call you real. out, that was a direct quote from Psychology Today. <laughs> 
That's true, though. You know, burnout sometimes correlates to toxic positivity. Anyway, it's it's when you don't have the permission to feel your feelings, right? Anything that's not inherently positive is labeled as bad or problematic. If you aren't being optimistic, you're part of the problem, right? And that's that's complete toxic positivity. Just because... <laughs> Just because something is going wrong does not mean you have to be happy all the time. And like Alyssa said, this happens to women a lot. Be happy. Smile. Obviously, you know, you've heard that more times than I'm sure we all want to hear. You would just be so much prettier if you smiled. And to anyone who says that, I would like to them to um, do something that if I say on this podcast would be considered premeditation. So I'm going to keep that to myself. Or my favorite is, you're so pretty, you shouldn't frown. Or you're so pretty, why are you so upset? It's like, those things are not correlating. Nope. (laughs) I'm a human, I have feelings. (laughs) Like, yeah, is that a backhanded comment? Or these are not not in correlation. There are so many emotions to feel. Happy cannot be the only one that you experience. Life isn't always positive. We all experience painful emotions and experiences. The key to balance all of it is to accept the good with the not so great. One of my favorite sayings is you can't have the light without darkness. I like that. And it can it can show up in your life in a lot of ways. In rehearsals, it can show up as you should be grateful to be here. It can show up as you're physically in pain. You are ill or you're injured and you're being forced to come into rehearsal and pretend like you're fine. Not that that's happened to me. And then... It can show up in your personal and professional relationships in different ways as well. It can show up as a parent who may not be in the music industry and is just happy that you got a job that pays you, even if it's not a music job. It can be um, in a relationship with a colleague who is maybe they're playing your co-star and they're wonderful as a human, but as a co-star, they're always only positive feelings in rehearsal, even if something goes wrong. Let's say, God forbid, knock on wood, a prop lands on your leg and you have a really bad sprain and you're out of rehearsals for a couple of weeks. And they're like, well, nothing's nothing's wrong. Everything is fine. Everything's great. No, obviously no. That is a physical injury. And a lot of times having physical injuries is especially in our society, it's seen as a little bit more of like a quote unquote real injury or a real problem. But emotional injuries are also real problems. They are they are things that you get attacked for in rehearsals. Sometimes it's the actual material that you're doing. I know for me, Dead Man Walking, Dark Sisters, those that material, it hurts to perform because you have to like I am not I am not a method actor advocate. Please don't do that. T <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Just like um, <laughs> Or Sweeney Todd, honestly, too, is another dark one. But it's these things where you have to go in and you have to look at the experiences that these people had and you have to help convey that to an audience. And you as a human have to understand what they went through. You don't have to feel it yourself, but you do have to understand. And to do that, you have to have a certain number or a certain amount of empathy. And sometimes it just fucking sucks. (laughs) Like... Doing Joanna, I was going through a gnarly breakup and it was absolutely catastrophic. But my acting, immaculate, immaculate. (laughs) Chef's kiss. Because she was broken. Like, there are so many emotions that we have to portray on stage. Like, if we were only playing happy emotions, we would only ever be doing showgirls, like, tap dances with the big fans and white Christmas. All the happy things. Yeah. The end. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yep, all the happy scripts and stuff, right? In the admin world, I hear a lot. This is like my favorite toxic positivity is it could be worse. You know, that usually means that it's about to get worse, though. <laughs> right? It's like, <laughs> And it's, you know, and I think a lot of toxic positivity comes from a good place. Like somebody's trying to cheer you up or somebody's trying to you know, deal with a situation that they have no control over. I mean, a lot of what we deal with as singers and in the admin world, we don't really, or at least where I'm at in the admin world, I'm, you know, I'm not the top of the ladder here. Um, I don't really have a lot of, you know, we don't have a lot of control over some of these situations that we have. And a lot of people, I think, try to use toxic positivity as a, um, like a, like a, it's a self-defense mechanism. Exactly. And they're trying to make you feel better or they're trying to make yourself their selves feel better. Where in actuality, it's really just masking. It's like, yeah, well, it could be worse, but this still sucks. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's not just because it could be worse. That doesn't negate the fact that it currently sucks. (laughs) Yep. It doesn't negate the fact that what's happening right now also sucks and maybe shouldn't be happening or I shouldn't have to feel this way or you know, or maybe I'm just being a big old baby, <laughs> which happens sometimes. And I just need to feel the feelings for five whole minutes or 10 minutes or a half a day. And then we can go back to our positive, you know, mindset, like negating the feelings, whether they be yours or, you know, the company, whatever that is, is really just going to cause more problems down the road for yourself, for the other people. Feel your feelings. Don't let the toxic positivity mask what's actually happening i feel like it's because we have such like a connection to this one this is why i wanted to talk about this by the way it's deep inside (laughs) i feel this deep inside my soul like it's not that deep it's at the surface babe we've pulled it up it's it's it has bubbled now (laughs) i feel it it bubbled and congealed every orifice (laughs) i know it's it's bubbling over now (laughs) but it's you know it's something that it, like I said before, people do it. I think people do it to try to make you feel better. But then also, I think it's really a skill to try to s- suss out, try to figure out what people are, what the toxic positivity is, like what people are doing to cover up these real feelings, and then talk about it head on, right? Yeah, taking the avoidance out of the equation. Exactly. Maybe it's like, okay, I know that was well intended, but. This, this, like, but this all, this did make me feel bad and I'm going to feel my feelings and, or, you know, whatever it may be. So, you know, always come into it with a, with good intentions. Like maybe your mom didn't mean to be extremely toxic, positive, have toxic positivity, but don't let them gaslight you (laughs) into thinking (laughs) whether they mean it or not. Don't let that person gaslight you into not letting you feel your own feelings because it really does cause a lot of problems down the road for yourself, for other people. It makes things very confusing and it, it, it's not good for your, your anything growth. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's not good for your anything. Yeah. It's not good for anything. There's a lot of reasons why toxic positivity is so harmful. We're going to talk about a couple. The first one, it's shaming. It tells people that the emotions they're feeling are unacceptable and unwanted. When someone is suffering, they need to know that their emotions are valid and that they can find relief and love in their friends and family, not that they make other people uncomfortable by having their own life experiences. It also causes guilt. It sends a message that if you aren't finding a way to feel positive, even in the face of tragedy or hardship, you are doing something inherently wrong. You're not. 
Let's say you book an audition your friend didn't. Would you tell them that if they aren't happy for you, then they're an awful friend? Is it wrong to be sad when you don't book, but you're still proud of what you presented? It avoids authentic human emotion like we were talking about. Toxic positivity mainly function as an avoidance mechanism. When people engage in this type of behavior, it allows them to sidestep emotional situations that make them feel uncomfortable. Sometimes we turn these same ideas on ourselves, internalizing them. When we feel difficult emotions, we then discount, dismiss, and deny them. Lastly, it prevents growth. Toxic positivity allows us to avoid all of these feelings that might be painful, but this denies us the ability to face challenging feelings that can ultimately lead to growth and a deeper insight, both as people and as the complex characters that we portray. Yeah, it's interesting. Like you mentioned before, we we have to act and put ourselves in many different types of shoes. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes it's the lover, and sometimes they're the really like heady kind of messed up like this is how my character is feeling on the surface but this is how she's really feeling you know in her body <clears throat> in their I body go with, i just want to go with like iago versus um like hamlet like those oh yeah those characters and i don't even think that's the same yeah. show <laughs> it's not the same show whatever but like also like desdemona hamlet iago mm-hmm uh, the entire cast of Dead Man Walking because that's about yes. an FLDS cult, but that's for a different. Yes, I have a lot of I have a lot of trauma from that show. <laughs> I mean, how could you not though? We all had to go to therapy after. Yeah, and then I was playing one of the kids. Oh no! Oh no! Who was brainwashed? Oh, no. Like, oh! Also, Dead Man Walking. Jesus. Watching your friends die on stage every night sucks. And that's what makes you like a good actor is being able to put yourself in these people's shoes, not just do the surface level acting, get really deep, figure out why your character feels this way, why they're acting this way, you know, yada, yada. And to do that, you have to evaluate their lives. Exactly. And you kind of have to put yourself in their shoes. Um, again, um, a note about method acting. We're not... Um, <laughs> condoning method acting it's just on a some sort of level you do have to put yourselves in in their shoes and it and it really does take a toll it really takes a toll and if you don't feel those feelings those emotions whatever may come from that um and you shove it down or you mask it or whatever you do um make it toxically positive toxically positive toxic you make it toxic you're positive you're toxically positive Mm. about it <laughs> then you never deal with them all of that is, <laughs> is what i'm getting at. i have no idea like i know what you were trying to say right but hello right? are you okay <laughs> no <laughs> i think my brain shorted it and then and i was I like just, yeah i saw the short yeah. circuit and just like the little bit of sparks while your brain cells were trying to work <laughs> but i was like no yes that's cr- no no yes no Talks- i don't think and just right. kept repeating it yeah i don't think so either but you, you know what i mean you, if you mask it if you mask it with toxic positivity, then you're never feeling it. You're never processing it. You're never dealing with it. Your brain is extremely complex and it holds on to these things. Why do you think we all have childhood trauma? Hey. We all have childhood trauma than things that we do as adults because we haven't dealt with problems. Don't do it to yourself when you're an adult. Don't mask it. Deal with it. 
whatever it may be. And, you know, and then you can be positive about things later. We don't need to be positive about the negative things all the time, you know? Exactly. So talking about complex brains, how do you avoid toxic positivity in your own brain? Develop an attitude that it's okay to not be okay. And I'm going to repeat that because this is an extremely important part. Develop an attitude that it is okay to not always be okay. Instead of having a viewpoint that it's wrong to have negative feelings, accept that it isn't realistic to be okay all the time. It's not realistic. We're all human beings. We deal with lots of things every day. And it's there's going to be days where you're just going to not be okay. Remind yourself that if someone doesn't feel okay, including yourself, don't take yourself out of this equation, that it's perfectly acceptable. Manage your negative emotions, but don't deny them. Negative emotions can cause stress when unchecked, but they can also provide important information that can lead to beneficial changes in your life. It's okay to be hurt by a generic PFO after working a full season with a company, but would you let that redefine your entire lovely season that you just had with them? Should it redefine who you are as a professional? After you sit with those feelings for a while, ask yourself, how can you utilize this energy to grow into your next highest self? Focus on listening to others and showing support. When someone expresses a difficult emotion, don't shut them down with toxic positivity. Instead, let them know that what they're feeling is absolutely normal and that you're there to listen. This may look like talking with your partner or friend about hard things, and instead of immediately offering a solution or changes they can make, just sitting there and saying that you hear them and that you get it. This is huge because as you know, I have friends that are like the the solvers, you know, the the problem solvers, and I too am I one do of those too. people. Like, yeah, you're like you come to me for help. I want to help you because I love you, right? Yeah, and I don't want you to feel the bad emotions. I want to take that away if I can. Yeah, and if I can solve your problem or like make your life easier, like oh my god, I want to do that. But sometimes, sometimes people don't want a solution. Sometimes they're just in their feelings and they just want to feel these feels and have somebody listen to them. That and I'm I'm gonna put this here because I have been on both sides of this. That doesn't that also doesn't mean when you're the person that needs to listen to the other person. That doesn't mean you have to validate them either. That doesn't mean you have to sit there and if it's about another coworker or a friend or whatever, bash that other person or anything like that. That just means listening to them. That just means being for, there for them when they need you, holding their hand, sitting there, asking what else you can get them. Oh, can I get you a glass of water? Anything like that. Um, you don't have to agree. You don't have to validate them. You don't have to trash talk if it's, you know, about another person. Just sit there and listen. Um, Another thing that I found very helpful in these types of situations is asking that person, you know, after they vented or after they got their emotion out, ask them, oh, I have some ideas. Like, would you, you know, would you like to to chat yeah. about them or or maybe leave them for another day or not? Not at all, because then that gives that other person who's in their emotions <laughs> to say, yeah, actually, the you know, choice. exactly the choice. You know, actually, I really want. The, a solution that'd be helpful you know not right now I can't handle that right now or you know maybe another day or or maybe they don't want your opinion at all and they'll say no thanks thanks but no thanks but it it kind of lets you be the friend that listens but then also lets you be the friend that that helps them if they want it and it gives that other person a chance yeah something I activated activated oh my god I sound corporate 
something that my partner and I do together and we do our best to hold ourselves accountable with this one because we're both fixers. Um, but we, when one of us has like a very strong emotion and we're really upset, we look at each other and we just say, do you want to vent or do you want solutions right now? Yep. Most of the time it's just, I just want to vent please. And then afterwards checking in with each other as people and going, does this feel okay right now? Do you want to leave it? Do you want to dive in to some solutions? Like we call each other out on our bullshit obviously like we're gonna do that well, that's it's what like, you're there for cool yeah. everything you said you realize that you did it right cool um and like he said it back to me too like I'm not I'm not I'm not the only asshole in my relationship he calls me out too <laughs> he calls me out on my bullshit well that works too. in your relationship exactly but like that's also that's the relationship that we have and having that is just that's the support that's for us, that's being a partner and that's that's being in it together because we are both musicians and we know the dirty, ugly underbelly of it. And yep. being able to sit there going, cool, I'm listening to you as a person. This sucks fully. You are correct. Um, and sometimes it's cool. That person is why it sucks. Or sometimes you are the reason why it sucks. You are accepting yep. this behavior and letting it happen. He said that to me. I did not say that to him. He said that to me. <laughs> um, and having that third party in it is really nice. And that's that's the human aspect of our partnership. That's the human aspect of how we interact with one another. And it's really, it's really nice to have. Yeah. And if you're in this interaction with somebody like I've been in a situation where I'm had this interaction with somebody that I am not close with at all. I don't I'm not going to call them on their bullshit because I don't even know their bullshit. I don't know how they're going to take what I'm saying. Sometimes I I do it anyways. (laughs) It depends. It definitely depends on the situation, the person. But if you don't know how this person will react, if you don't know if, if you don't want to insert yourself also sometimes in this, just listening, not covering it up with toxic positivity and just sitting there and listening to them and nodding and smiling, you know, maybe put give them a hug. However, you know, you feel you want to express you being there is enough. And, you know, just sometimes yeah, we just need to check ourselves and make sure we're not covering it up with toxic positivity, yeah. even if we have best intentions, even if it's meant to make them feel better mm-hmm. sometimes just take a step back and, and just don't add that layer exactly so lastly how can you stop and celebrate your wins a lot of time as performers both as professionals and as students we tend to fly from one thing to the next we fly from gig to gig we go from audition to show to audition to show to show to audition it's a never-ending cycle sit down with yourself and celebrate your wins you made them happen. You are creating your dream life. And you are the one putting in this love and effort. How can you celebrate that? Celebrate yourself. I found this really great quote in one of the articles that I used to write these notes. If all we do is work, 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 when do we have time to take a step back and get to know who we are outside of our music? So take yourself out of the what's next mindset and focus in on your present moment. Focus in on when you rest. I really like that quote. Me too. It really spoke to me. And 
it really ingrained something that I learned in grad school of if you aren't a human, no one's going to want to work with you because no one wants to work all the time. <laughs> if all you yeah. talk about is work and music, guaranteed, I will check out. Many much yep. love. I will check out about 20 minutes in. I can't do it. I can't do it. 100%. A, I'm not getting paid. Love you. I'm not getting paid. That's work. I would like to get paid for my work. I have four degrees and 22 years yep. of experience. I would like to get paid for my work, please. Thank you. Sometimes, yes, I will nerd out on a music topic by all means. Amazing. But it's a mutual exchange here. It's it's a mutual exchange of energy. It doesn't mean you can't talk about work. It's just if you are only your work <laughs> all the time and there's nothing else, you know, then it's boring. Like Alyssa said, like nobody wants to hang out with you. I don't want to talk about work all the time. I mean, that's literally also I know we're kind of going on a tangent, but that's literally also why when you're doing your branding or you're building <clears throat> building a brand for yourself, they always say <laughs> to talk about other things. Talk about mm -hmm. yourself. What are what are three things that you like to do? Put it on your Instagram. Don't make it all just about work. You know what I mean? And that's that's very true. You are a human first and foremost, and then work. You said work is something you do as a human. Work is not you as the human. Yes, very that. So take away the external validation. If you don't like you, if you can't value your own work, then what are you doing it all for? I want to leave us on this last quote. Because what really solidifies this loop is that as a performer, everything we do is subjective. We are literally trained to seek external validation for whether or not we're good enough. We aren't taught to listen to what we want and to have our own voices. Yeah, I just got like chills. Right? Like <laughs> I read it and I went, okay, that's the end of the okay. episode. Bye. <laughs> It's actually bolded in our notes. Like, that's how I really like this quote. Oh, I love that. Well, if you get nothing else out of what we talked about today, I hope you take on the fact that you are allowed, all of you are allowed to feel all of your feelings, not just the happy ones. Very, very that. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Just, like how do we close it after that what are we gonna do it's like thanks so much bye okay. so thanks please hold oh my God, Alexa back. stop <laughs> she's she telling me to floss my in. teeth for some reason I told her to tell me to floss, floss. my teeth but she heard floss with one s <laughs> floss your teeth floss them so she tells me to floss my teeth at 10 15 p.m every night <laughs> oh my god that's great a little bit of humor that you need at the end of the day exactly <laughs> Alyssa flows your teeth time to flows <laughs> I can't stop so I funny. I can't like it's so funny <laughs> and it's funny so I didn't I didn't make her change it <laughs> I would never make her change it oh my god that's so funny how did you get on Thumbs this tangent? Up. I don't know. I have no idea. We got uncomfortable. Woo. Yeah, the transition was hard. And we went, hard. cool, instead of toxic positivity, flossing. Let's talk about flossing. <laughs> well, at least we oh didn't go God. toxic on this episode. Hey, you know, that's Tiny true. wins. Got Tiny wins. Lots of positivity, but not toxic. <laughs> Floss your teeth, friends. Oh.
Flos, you don't forget to flos at 10:15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening. Want to hear more from us? Sign up for our newsletter to gain access to our freebies and other updates. Ellen and I want to make sure that we can keep getting new information out to the singing community, but to do that, we need your help. If you like what you're hearing, make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen and share it with a friend. This helps us make sure that you never miss an episode and it helps us reach more people. Looking for the resources we mentioned today? Check out our show notes to see everything we mentioned in this episode. And if you want to buy us a coffee to enjoy while we're creating these episodes, you can drop us a tip wherever you follow us. See you next time. Bye! Bye. Don't forget to flows. That was creepy. Sorry. <laughs>